get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Don Cooper, one of the best in the business. He was a White Sox pitching coach for about 20 years. He was a 2005 World Series champion. And I wanted to get a pitching coach's perspective on, first of all, what these pitchers are going to go through in this upcoming season, trying to ramp back up after a shortened season. But also some of the questions that we have about the Cardinals pitchers in particular. Don, thanks so much for joining us. He's joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm heading to a workout here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm... Uh interested in hanging out with you guys for a little bit and talking some baseball well fantastic we appreciate you hopping on with us so let's start out with some of the questions surrounding basically all of these pitchers across major league baseball this season don how big of an issue do you see it of these pitchers trying to ramp back up after the 60 game season trying to get back to that 200 or 180 inning mark well you know First thing I'll say is, as you say that, this pops in mind, there's a lot of teams that aren't asking all that much of a lot of starters. You know what I mean? It might be five innings uh, in some organizations, some teams. I mean, look what Tampa did. You know, and and listen, I'm not knocking it because they knew themselves and they won a championship and got to the World Series by doing that. But they also, you know, took one of their starting pitches out in the fifth inning, Snell, and well, you know, something like that, fifth inning, and wound up losing a big game. Um, it's philosophy. It's pitching, you know, the organizational philosophy comes into a lot of stuff. I don't think it's going to be hard for people to ramp up. I mean, you, they played 60 games last year. You know, it wasn't the long grind. You know, so a lot of people's arms have not been overly taxed. Now, they're all in spring training, and what are they doing in spring training? They're getting ready doing all of the things that they need to do individually. You know, to get ready to be a starter, a middle guy, a setup guy, a short guy, because that's when the stuff counts. You know, um, that's what I got for you. Don, I'm curious, from a from a pitching coach mentality, and I know you're not coaching right now, but from a pitching coach's mentality, what's the most difficult part of navigating through a COVID season last year and then going into a anticipated full season this year, just in terms of managing these individuals for a full season. You know, last year, just to give you a couple of examples, 
and I'm not going to mention names, but there was a starter I had that I I didn't mind. He's a high leverage guy, meaning even his sidelines have to be at a high level of execution as well as intensity to get the work in. Now, over the course of 162 games, that would have been a, a serious concern on my part. I'm just giving you an example. It wasn't nearly as serious because we're only playing 60. You know, but you have to find spots during the course of the season to make sure. Listen, the main thing is to be ready to go every five days, maybe six on occasion for sure, and to go the whole season, 162 games. Not only that, with the anticipation of pitching another month. So the analogy that I've always used and I don't do it for any other reason because I think it's pretty simple. I was the jockey, and I had 12, 13, depending on how many pitches I had, I had 13, let's say 13 thoroughbreds that I had to train to get ready to run the race every day, you know, and not only that, the race the entire season. So it's, it's knowing when to go to the whip, you know, it's it's knowing when to just back off a little bit, knowing when to you know knowing what to do and when to do it to be able to navigate each guy, because the you want them at full mental and physical capacity on an everyday basis because that's their job and that's their responsibility. You know, whatever role we're talking about now, certainly a starting pitcher's responsibility for me has always been, you're going 200 innings. You know, that that in itself has changed somewhat. You know, and not somewhat. There, there was, count, oh, look, go back and look the last two, three, four, five years, and then go back a little more, of how many guys pitched 200 innings. The last few years, they're not asked to do that that much. I've seen us win a world championship because I had guys that could, once they went out into a game, the bulk of the game was theirs. I'm talking six, seven, eight, sometimes nine innings, you know. Uh, because That's what I try. And spring training for me was always to get them ready right from the get-go to be able to provide that physically by taking us through that in spring training and getting to those numbers of how many times you're up and down in the game, how many innings do you go out there. Uh, you know, in a, in a game, in preparation for your opener, because, you know, you might be asked to go nine. So certainly you can't go three innings out there and then ask the guy to go nine. You know, I'm just giving you an example. Um, but, you know, some of the Major League Baseball, the organizations have changed a little bit of their philosophy, and they're not asking all that much out of their starters. Now, I do believe. If you've got, if you're going to be taking starters out after five innings, sometimes even less, you better have a real strong bullpen that you trust and believe in, because they're going to be used a lot, and they better be ready to withstand the workload that they're going to get, and you better be ready to have some interchangeable parts in case, in case, and 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 when guys go down. That's the challenge, man, of a 162-game season. I think it's the the biggest and hardest championship to win, a World Series championship. 
We're talking to Don Cooper. He spent 20 years as the White Sox pitching coach. He was the 05 World Series champion. And by the way, that that rotation that he just referenced had four different starters throw at least 200 innings in the 2005 season. Just an incredible, uh, monumental achievement for that rotation. Don, I did want to ask you about a young man that the Cardinals have, and I don't need you to speak specifically, but, but situations like this that maybe you've dealt with in the past, the Cardinals have a young pitcher by the name of Alex Reyes, who was a, a top prospect in baseball a few years ago. He's had some nagging injuries over the years, and now the Cardinals say that they're looking at about 100 innings is what they want to get him in this upcoming season. And it sounds like they're going to try to do it almost exclusively through the bullpen this year. Don, when you have a situation like this where you've got a young pitcher that is incredibly talented, but you know I've got about 100 innings to be able to utilize him this year, what do you think is the best way typically in your mind to be able to get that out of a pitcher? Do you try to go multiple innings as a reliever? Do you consider using him as a starter later in the season? What would be your game plan for something like that? Well, first of all, I don't know this young man. You know what I mean? So I'm not speaking to him. Sure. And I'm not speaking right now to the Cardinals because that's not my spot to do that. Um you know, one thing I want to just backtrack on, I was glad you said what you said about the starters on our club that, uh, you know, did 200 innings, but also they completed. You know, in the playoffs, we completed four games at the end of the year, which, you know, people might think, oh, they're tired or whatever. But, no, we trained, they were trained to go that much. They, they, they completed games for us in the, in the playoffs and World Series. Uh, so I was proud of that. But back to your question, you know, listen, I don't know this kid like I mentioned, but if the goal is to get 100 innings, your, your goal every day is to win the game. You know, you, let, let's break it down a little finer than that. Your goal is to win. Now, I, this kid sounds like a, a, a phenom to me, you know, when he's physically healthy because you, you raved about him. Again, I don't know him. But everybody, this was always my first goal. You know, my first goal was to keep everybody strong and healthy because if you can complete that goal, then whoever it is goes has a chance to go out and supply what uh, you envision that guy supplying, which is always good. You know, you wouldn't have a guy on the team if you didn't envision good. But so now with this kid, though, there was always a goal, health. Again, if you're healthy, you can go out and help the team. Um this kid sounds like he's very, very good, which is you want to keep all of them healthy. You can, you can script it if you want with 100 innings. You're playing 162 games. What you need to do with a kid like this is to make sure that you give him enough, enough rest and time to recover in between his, uh, his outings. You know, uh, let's say he pitches two innings opening day. And, and two innings might be the max. I don't know what, the, what they're going to set out for that kid. How many innings and pitches are you looking for max, you know, maximum? You know, but let's say he goes out and has two easy innings. Uh, I think about giving that kid for a while at least two days off before we go back out again and try to compete, you know. Uh, but you can script it. You know, each guy has a different story, you know, with uh, – you know where they're at age, where they're at in the process of, be, of of a big league guy, 
Is he 10 years along? You know, I'll give you an example. Is it a Lance Lynn that you guys can relate to? That pretty much once this guy gets up and going, hey, the whole game is yours. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as you're out there taking care of business, you're going to stay in the game, and you're going to pitch five days later. Now, relievers, obviously, a star, a closer, you, you want him ready on a daily basis. You know, when you're a, a middle guy, when you wake up every day, you might be responsible for 30 pitches. A closer might be 15, you know. Starter, well, you know, they're 110. And, you know, I'm just throwing some numbers out there. But, you, you know, you, you want those kids. If this kid is going to come in as kind of, quote, unquote, a rehab-type guy, let's get him going again, but let's keep him healthy is goal number one, I'm sure. If they, if you ask them what's goal number one, that would be it for for, for the Reyes kid. Right. But you can script, you can script it. You can get creative and script it, and then you see kind of how it's going, and then you might, you know, listen. With every plan, it might change as you go. You know, maybe maybe they like the kid so much instead of pitching two innings, we just really want you to pitch one, and maybe help out in that closing role or that strict setup role. But the first thing to do is get the kid up and running, and running well. And then, you, you know, you, you've got your plan to follow. Again, 100 innings, well, heck, in a 162-game season, that's easy, you know. You pitch in, let's say you pitched in two innings 50 times, and you know, uh, you can do it that way. Um, so, but each, each individual case is an interesting one. You just brought up one with Reyes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then you might, if you get, you might even get to the point where, hey, we can turn them loose a little bit more. And, but, but make no mistake about it, come, come playoff time, holy cow, you know, restrictions got to be over. And you got to go try to win. You know, you know it's, it's not about development. You know, you, your team has gone... Now you've played 162 games and and you're in the playoffs. Would would you not want to use the kid Reyes or any other name that you bring up in back to back days to, to try to win a world championship? That are that those opportunities don't come all that much, you know. Um, and then because if you do, if you do something like that, well, everybody's up in arms. You know, when they when they took the kid Snell out, I thought it was a bad move because. The kid Snell from Tampa against the Dodgers, I believe it was, took him out. And he was throwing the ball well, you know. But for whatever reason, and that's their concern, that's their decision. Uh, I, I, got Everybody in America was questioning him. How could you take this guy out? For me, taking a guy out that's doing well, it's almost like uh, pissing the baseball gods off. Wait a minute, you know, when a guy's going good, you like to leave him. You know, that's a novel thought, you know, for starter. He's doing well. His pitch total's not crazy. The hitters aren't doing too much against them. Hmm, I guess I'd like to leave this guy in. That's easy. But in their philosophy, which they did most of the year, they were taking starters out. It just didn't work out. But you did, you did take a guy out that was kind of dealing, you know, and he's your ace, and he's a side young guy, you know. So that was uh, that was a questionable one. 
Don, this has been an absolute pleasure. We got to do this again soon. I'd love to get your perspective on some of the pitching decisions throughout the baseball season. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. And uh, all the best to you and the family. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. Take care. See you guys later.